Hello and welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar. So friends, the podcast is officially on summer break during the month of July, but we are still here for you in the form of some replays of listener favorite episodes, which includes the one you're about to hear today. So when this episode first came out, I got so many messages about it. And actually, I think that now is the perfect time to listen to it for the first time or with fresh ears, since I'm guessing that your daily schedule and experience today is pretty different from when it first aired. So if you want to take a more intentional approach to how you're spending your days, start with your morning routine. And that's what I'm going to share with you in this episode, some thoughts about how to do that. Okay, so the vision for this next season is that I am in your ear as your coach. Maybe you listen to the podcast in the morning when you are getting ready for work or driving to work or on the way. And I want to be the person in your ear giving you some questions to think about, maybe some suggestions for things to try, some tips, strategies, ideas, advice, so that you might be able to continue living into your own vision for yourself as a transformational coach, as a transformational educator leader. That is the big picture vision. And today I want to offer you some thoughts about morning rituals. It's the start of the year. Perhaps you are starting to practice some new behaviors, some new rituals, and how you spend the first part of your day is how you spend your day. It sets the tone for the day. And how you spend your day is how you spend your life. So getting really intentional and thoughtful about that first part of the day and you do have choice over how you spend that time, might have ripple effects that extend into your entire life. So in this episode, I am going to tell you how to figure out your morning routines. I'll guide you through the process. I'm also going to tell you why you should have some morning routines. I'm going to share a little bit of the potential in intentional morning routines. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my morning routines and what they do for me. So before we jump in, I also need to thank the person on Instagram who, when I shared something a couple of months ago about my morning routines, said, could you do a podcast episode on morning routines? And I said, yes, what a great idea. So this is an appreciation for someone on social media who connected with me on my personal Elena Aguilar writer Instagram account. Thank you. I really do love connecting with you all on social media. Okay, now I'm going to get into morning rituals. I'm alternating using rituals and routines and how to figure them out. So here's the first key idea. Your morning routines need to be a match for your needs. 
perhaps you hear people describe things that they do in the morning and you think, and you think, I'm going to try that. That sounds great. And then you do it and you don't have that same experience of like, yes, I love it that your friend seems to have. And that might just be because your needs are different. Or it might be because there is something unique about when you need to get certain needs met. Okay, so two parts here we're going to talk about what you need and when you need it. So what you need. I want to direct you to the show notes and the resource that is linked there to the nonviolent communication list of needs. I have talked about nonviolent communication before. It is a really a conflict resolution model that was developed in the 1960s by Marshall Rosenberg. I've talked about it. I've written about it. It is a really useful framework with some very simple and key ideas, one of which is that all human beings have these universal human needs. Now, Marshall Rosenberg was not the first to come up with this concept because you might be thinking about Maslow and there's others who talk about these hierarchy of needs and basic human needs. But I really like nonviolent communication, also known as NVC, the way that they approach the connection between emotions and needs. And so they say there are these basic human needs. When we get them met, we experience certain emotions. When we don't get them met, we experience other emotions. This is a resource for you to more deeply understand your emotional experience and how you might be able to shift your emotional experience. For example, if you find yourself experiencing a lot of resentment, this list of human needs can help you make the connection between where that emotion is coming from, which are the needs that you have that are not being met. This is a way for you to take responsibility for your life, for you to get your needs met. Now, how do you use them to figure out your morning routines? Look at this list. Again, it's a list of common human needs. They are categorized in different ways. And identify perhaps what you think you need maybe in the coming weeks, maybe for this first month of the year. If you want to think about this year, what are your top needs? You could do this in a way where you narrow down and prioritize. So for example, you could first identify 10 needs that you feel are your top needs, narrow those down to five, and then perhaps narrow them down to three. You could try that if you want to, or just skim this list. I mean, really all of these needs at some point need to get met. And so skim this list, identify a few of them. And then what you want to do is think about what kinds of things that you could do might allow you to meet those needs. This is the first part, figuring out what are your needs, what kinds of activities that you can do perhaps throughout your day, but specifically in the morning, can help you meet those needs. I'll come back to this idea in just a moment. The second part of this to think about, which I have referenced already, is when you need to get those needs met. You most likely already know that our bodies experience the day and the night and temperatures differently than other human bodies, right? The way you think about just, for example, your preferred sleep cycle that may or may not be similar to your partner or a parent or a sibling. 
We all have these different rhythms and routines. There are people who are night owls and thrive doing work at night and others like me who get up really early in the morning. And what happens a lot of times is we start putting value and judgment. So thinking this is better than that. That is just going to get in the way of you identifying your needs when you can meet them and what kind of morning routines or rituals will serve you best. So just hold some awareness about how you feel about your own rhythms and needs. That's the second thing to keep some awareness about. Okay, so you've got the resource, the NVC needs to help you determine your needs, perhaps on a weekly basis or monthly. And then you are keeping in mind your biological needs and your circadian rhythms and when you feel at your best and when, for example, you know that you really like to get exercise when it feels best in your body. And then the last part here about how to figure out your morning rituals is the harder part, which is that you're going to need to slow down a bit and pause and reflect and look at your life and be honest with yourself about what you need. And yes, this can be hard because it might feel like you have so many needs and that can feel overwhelming. You are responsible for meeting your needs. Nobody else is going to meet them for you. This is scary and liberating. You can meet these needs. So doing some journaling, some reflection on what do you need? What do you really need? What do you really need that you don't want to admit to yourself that you wouldn't want to admit to a good friend. Maybe you need more alone time, you need more silence. What do you need? Maybe it's that you need more connection. Maybe you need more intimacy of different kinds. What do you need? And so use the NVC resource, reflect on that question about when you might be able to get your needs met or what your body rhythms are letting you know, and then come back to this perhaps really honest conversation with yourself, taking ownership at least for your needs. And then narrowing this down to what do you need in the morning? What do you most want in your morning time? Now, when I say morning time, for some of you, it might be 20 minutes, 15. For some of you, it might be half an hour, an hour. I'll come back to giving you some suggestions about what time and how long and all of that. At first, let me take a moment to talk about why. Why have morning routines? How do you typically start the day? Are you starting your day being woken up by alarm and then rushing through the morning frantic, frazzled? Are you starting your day maybe not frantic or frazzled, but just going through a lot of the like, okay, I get up and I brush my teeth and I take a shower and I make my coffee? Has your morning become sort of a routine in the sense that maybe you're getting things done, but it's not nourishing you? There's no judgment here. I want you to think about what is the impact of that start to your day? What is the impact on your emotions, on your energy, on your thoughts? 
And now I want you to think about what if it could be different? If there is some aspect of your morning that is unsatisfying, then what if it could be different? One of my favorite questions is, what if? What if? And I often ask myself that in moments that seem a little bit difficult or when I'm confused or even moments that are good. Ask myself, what if, like, what if it could be easy? What if it could be different? What if it could be fun? Or something about those words, what if, which for me become an opening. I feel potential, possibility. So I'm asking you right now, what if your morning could be different? Because you can create the kind of morning that you want to have. And yes, it requires intentionality, maybe discipline. It may require communicating with other people. It might require you prioritizing things, making some other changes. Actually, we can't even really talk about morning routines without talking about evening routines. There's a ripple effect in how we live our life, right? And I'm going to come back to those in just a few minutes. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about my morning routines. And then I can just personalize this a little bit. I can tell you what they've done for me. So I've had morning routines for a long time, but they have changed over the years in response to my needs and my body rhythms. I have been meditating for many years and that hasn't changed. So the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is meditate. I sit down on my cushion. I do not check my phone. I don't make coffee. I don't do anything else. I go straight to my cushion in my designated meditation area. And then I meditate for 20 to 30 minutes, which I know may sound long, but that is what works for me. Research has found that the minimum numbers of meditation minutes of meditation per day in order to have a positive impact is about 12 minutes per day. It's really helpful to do it at the same time of day in the same place. And I am sure that many listeners have done some meditation or are meditators. And I'm also guessing that for those of you who aren't, I'm not the first person that you've ever heard saying that meditation is a good thing. And so maybe this year, you'll try out meditation. There are lots of ways to meditate. There's lots of resources available. I will link some in the show notes. One of my favorite resources is the 10% Happier app. They often have a discount for teachers, so maybe check that out. I also really like the Insight Timer app. Again, I'll link those. I cannot imagine my life without these meditation practices. And also I have to say without the Buddhist philosophy from which the meditation emerges and which has guided me also for years. I've been practicing meditation and studying these Buddhist practices for over 25 years. And when I trace everything I do and so much of what I know and understand in the way I coach, when I trace it back to its source, I keep coming back to these Buddhist teachings and meditation. 
This is at the root of how I coach, how I live my life. And so maybe that's just one more promotional message for meditation, just in case it's something you're considering this year. Okay, that was a little side track. So let me get back to morning routines. After meditation, I make my coffee and then I light some candles and I sit in this chair that I have for writing. And I do this writing practice called the morning pages. The morning pages was created by Julia Cameron, who wrote a book called The Artist's Way in the 1990s. I'll link it in the show notes. And this is a process by which you write three pages of longhand writing about anything. Every morning in a notebook, I write three pages longhand writing about anything. It really is a practice in sort of excavating whatever is going through your mind. You don't reread it. You don't share it with anyone. This is not writing. You know, I am a writer, but what I write in this in these morning pages every day is not writing. This is kind of a new practice for me. I've been doing it since September of 2021, and it has been so powerful as a way for me to sort through all of the sort of mushy crud in my mind, get some insight into what I'm thinking and feeling. It's kind of like every morning I have a meeting with myself and I am able to process the the junky, cruddy stuff on the top and then connect with my more wiser inner part of myself. I have found that it really does unlock focus and creativity and I've just found it incredibly helpful. Uh, Very simple, three pages long handwriting. So I sit there, I write my three pages, and those are the two things, the meditation and the writing, that are my absolute, now I have to do these every morning. And I've been doing them every morning. And it's just, it's incredible when you do something really committedly, I mean, every single day for a few months, I'm really... I'm amazed at the impact. I like to switch things up. I really do. Sometimes I'm like, I want to do a little bit of reading, maybe some more writing. Sometimes there's other things I do in the morning. But having a couple of core consistent practices and getting into the routine of them, you get deeper and deeper into them every time you do them. Okay, sometimes I spend an hour in my morning routine, sometimes a little bit more. By the time I finish them, I am often feeling really clear and grounded and focused and empowered and sort of energized. So I got to jump now and talk to you for a moment about evening routines because I wake up early and this really works with my body rhythms. I've struggled for many years to accept that I am a really early morning person. And I say I struggle because for many, many years, right? Like when you're in your teens and 20s and maybe even 30s, people are up at night and they do social things at night. And I like to be in bed by eight o'clock or sometimes earlier. I wake up between 4 and 5 a.m. I am really committed to eight hours of sleep a night, so I go to bed early. And my husband and I watch maybe an hour of TV a night, sometimes less. There are lots of things that I do to ensure that I get good sleep. Because without good sleep, I do not feel good, not emotionally, not physically. Then when I don't get good sleep, I don't have good morning time. I do a lot of things to make sure I have good sleep. And that includes not having coffee after my initial morning cup of coffee, which is usually around 5 or 6 a.m., 
I love coffee. I would drink coffee all day if it didn't mess with my sleep. I also rarely drink alcohol because it also messes with your sleep. If you are interested in learning more about this and how things like caffeine and alcohol impact your body, then I really encourage you to check out Michael Pollan's latest book. I'll link it in the show notes. It's called This Is Your Mind on Plants, and it has a fascinating chapter on caffeine. The rest of the book is really good too, but that chapter on caffeine is kind of mind-blowing. Anyway, this is a choice that I have made. Doing that allows me to meet my needs almost every day. I share this because evening routines have a big impact on your morning. If you are a person who works late into the night, just see if you can trace the impact into how that affects your sleep, how it affects how you wake up. Just be intentional. Take responsibility for your life. So some of what I'm sharing might be stirring up some emotions for you, maybe some thoughts. Maybe you're feeling like, I can't do that. I can't do that because of this or that. There are so many times when I've had those same thoughts, when I have thought like, I can't spend an hour in the morning doing whatever it is I want because I got a book to finish or I have so much work. Or when I was teaching, I would get to school between 7 and 7.30 in the morning. That didn't work for me though. I spent lots of years negating my own needs. It didn't work. I wasn't living the kind of life that I really want to live. You've created your life. You can make choices every day that allow you to live the kind of life you want to live. So what do you want this year? What do you need? When do you need it? Think about your entire day. Like for me, I really like getting exercise in the middle of the day. It kind of gives me a break from the sitting Sometimes I also like to get some exercise at the end of the day because it helps me physically release whatever physical or mental stress from the day helps me transition into the evening. There have been times in my life when I wanted to get exercise first thing when I woke up. It kind of helped me reset my energy, try different things, pay attention to your body rhythms and your needs, see what works for you, but be intentional. So establishing morning routines can be sort of a key entry point into making all kinds of intentional changes in your life. This is a starting place. It requires some reflection and it requires action. What I'm suggesting to you in this episode is inviting you into perhaps an inquiry. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to spend a couple of weeks paying attention to your body rhythms, your needs. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to reprioritize and commit to creating the life you want. I would love to hear how this inquiry goes for you or if you start any new routines in the morning and how they go. You can always send me an email. You can find me on social media. I would really love to hear. I'm so curious what you do in your mornings and how that impacts your year. All right, folks, thank you for listening. And Leslie Bickford, thank you for producing this podcast. And Stacy Goodman, thank you for doing the sound engineering. And to all of our friends of the podcast, thank you for being friends. And if you're curious about becoming a friend of the podcast, that is also linked in the show notes. All right, everyone, take care. And until next time.